see, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. This is what I have to say before we even do the intro because Taylor Swift got Taylor Swift got me in my feelings. <laughs> do not touch the cookout music. <laughs> Just leave it. Just let us have our cookout songs. The BCC. These, the BCC. The 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 Black Soul cookout songs. Yeah, let man. those be. The Black Wedding songs. Oh. Like just don't just don't touch them. Oh man. Like. I, like she definitely heard that song for the first time and got inspired and she was like oh what's this jam <laughs> let me let me remix this <laughs> make my own rendition nah b just let it go yeah, just I let it just let it be great this is gonna be a great show today uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm just letting y'all know now uh for those that don't know uh i'm brandon killby i'm Aaron ashley simon uh you listen to uh i can't even speak by the way too i'm, I'm a little delirious <laughs> but uh it's grassroots podcast you start with bar click click but, but wait, wait, click, <laughs> click, click. <laughs> my brain is fried man um how we feeling right now about uh this girl man like let's let's get into it i know we weren't starting here but we have to start here taylor swift <sighs> she remixed September, man. Classic Earth, Wind, and Fire record. Classic. I don't know, man. Like, what what can we compare this to right now? Like, what are the do's and don'ts of touching classic records like that? Like, what what should be happening here? First of all, what's happening is Taylor Swift put raisins in the potato salad. <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> She she literally took the chopped cheese and called it a Philly steak. <laughs> she made the Kool Aid and <laughs> forgot the sugar. <laughs> she said she said orange is her favorite Kool Aid flavor. She put white sugar on honey <laughs> ham. <laughs> she put the broccoli in back and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> she let the tip of her Air Force Ones crease. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> she she's she's the kind of person she don't she don't got a hot sauce in her backpack she got mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, just 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 had to explain this situation in, in the yeah, most man. metaphorical way. So so for those that <laughs> for those that don't know, um, Taylor Swift touched a classic Earth, Wind, and Fire record. September, it's horrible. Um, <laughs> Even the people on E News, wherever they were reporting, they were trying to be nice about it. They were like, "Oh yeah, I mean, she had a visual. Yeah, we, we, we wish she had fitter, uh, visuals and, and things like that. But uh, you know, um, no, just thought it'd be better. But not gonna be no. better than the classic. Um, no. Newsflash: It's never gonna be better than the classic rendition. Uh, this is basically like. She she literally gentrified this song. <laughs> yeah, how, how do you gentrify a song? She literally gentrified this song. Let us just have this. <laughs> God damn it. And I, what annoys me is like we are in a time period where people, I don't know if it's an it's on a verge of like an addiction. Like yeah. people just feel the need to remix and remake classics. Like yeah, you don't have to. Just let some of them be. And the reason the reason why it's such a great song because it's gonna last time. It's gonna last for a long time. Like it, every black person is gonna be playing September at a family cookout, a at a wedding, wedding, at a barbecue, at a at a at a fucking uh, a, a child child's christening, child's <laughs> christening, like, child's birthday party. Like that's just it's kind of like how suavemente is for Puerto Ricans. Definitely. Like you just that's a song that's just a classic. Just let it be. Yeah, certain records should just never be touched. We talk, we, we we've touched on this before. It's yeah, just certain records, man. Like, it, it just from an artist perspective, it it doesn't help you when you touch certain mm -hmm. records. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's one of those cardinal rules. It's like an unspoken rule of 
just having a creative respect for the artist that actually created the record. You're just mm -hmm. not supposed to touch it. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, I don't even, I normally, you know, we we're, we like to have fun and have our conspiracy theorists uh, on shit like this. I don't even know what she be what, was was thinking. <laughs> was trying to. Yeah, like I'm just confused. I don't. I, for those that haven't heard it, I'm sure you'll see it in, in this episode. <laughs> but I'm telling you, she she heard that song for the first time in her life. Yeah, I, I, and then I was just, like, "Yo, what is this? I don't let me get it, let me man. make a song to it." My thing too is like, <clears throat> is she trying to appeal to the black demographic? Like, what is this her way of appealing to us without doing what like Miley Cyrus did? Uh, she's made attempts over the years though to try to connect with urban America. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. like, who, who did, uh, who did she, uh, do a record with before? And everyone was just like, Snoop. Yeah. It yeah. Was, it's just odd little things that she continuously keeps doing. And it kind of yeah. makes me think that Kanye was right back in the day where it was like, yo fam, you asked me to, to mention you in the record. You thought it would be dope that I did it. And then once it happens, you're <laughs> outraged and you're turning, what was supposed to be, you know, such a great moment for both of us yeah. against me just to, I guess, get clout or to, to try to be relevant. I just don't understand the marketing or just anything behind all of this shit. Like, it just don't make it just don't make sense. Honestly, you the thing is, is like no matter how certain artists want to separate their brands from black culture it's always they're always going to have their dip their toe in they're always going to find a way to dip their toe in because yeah. black culture and black and music that have black artists and rappers that's what's trending it's kind of like what we talked about black culture is the culture right now mm -hmm. like it's trending it's what's clickbait yeah. it's it leads everything so even if you try to remove yourself from it or keep yourself, you're going to always find yourself back at it again. Yeah. I think this is probably just the attempt where they're like trying to tap into that. But like I said, not trying to do what like a Miley Cyrus has done or even like a Katy Perry where it's just like it was too extreme. Like, yo. But that's what I'm saying. I think this is it's a, uh, extreme at this point. It's certain things that, you know, you obviously want to try to do to get clickbait, especially yeah. in this day and age. Or you're trying to gain uh, some sort of momentum for your music or build awareness. That, yeah. that That's fine. But it's certain times where you start to do shit like this where it's like, all right. Fam, you, you got to get hit with the fam, like fam. What's, what's this, man? Like, what are we doing? Her team really needs to reevaluate what they want her trajectory to be and mm -hmm. how they want to get there, because this ain't it. And let's 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 help her out. Let's let's name a few people that like she should just not touch. Don't touch Earth, Wind, and Fire. Don't touch uh, Whitney Houston. Don't touch The Temptations. Don't touch Anita Baker. Do not touch Marvin Gaye. Damn sure do not touch Shaka Khan. Mm -hmm. You better not touch Shaka. No. <laughs> Snaps all around. <laughs> you better not. God damn it. <laughs> oh start. my gosh. Yeah, there's a few that's it's just like, legacy just, acts. Just you, just, you just know. You just you don't you just don't just don't touch it because the reason why those songs are so great, it's not just because of the writing. Because of their vocals, the emotions that they put in, yeah. the 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 feelings that they exhume, yeah. they're just who they are. Help make that song great. Sorry, Taylor. Yeah, you don't have is. those same qualities as them. You have something different. I'm not going to knock you because you, you obviously are doing something right, mm -hmm. but you just don't have what they have, so it's not going to come out the same way. Like Artists got to understand, the music industry back then, it was different. Yeah. That... You had to have pure talent. Yeah, there was no auto tune. There was no, no auto tune. None of that shit I mean, really they, mix, uh, yeah. existed. You obviously were mixing and mastering mm -hmm. records, of course, but not where they're just changing your vocals. Yeah, you know, totally. So you had to have some real skill 
when it came to singing records and, and being able to perform these records live. Yeah. So when you're going and, and trying to remake records or trying to emulate these artists, you better be very, very careful because yeah. you'll end up in this situation now, like Taylor, where you go and try to take such a, a big, massive record and it winds up working against you. Yeah. Where you probably came up with this whole big marketing campaign on how we're going to, you know, relaunch in September. Yeah. <laughs> and then... You, you fell short. Now, question. <clears throat> even though, even though, like, this is Whitney Houston. I know she's great, but we're not going to focus on that part. Why do you think that there was acceptance of when Whitney Houston took Dolly Parton's song and made a rendition of it versus uh, Taylor Swift taking Earth, Wind, and Fires? Like, obviously, like, Whitney Houston is well, yeah, an icon. Some- but, but, but my thing is, is like, What's what do you think is the difference? Is because of how Whitney handled that song versus how Taylor handled that song? It's the way you handle it. It's the mm-hmm. way you handle a record. Just you know what I mean. I think the the partly the torch was passed from Dolly to Whitney when it comes from just you know taking that record and Whitney yeah. taking it to the next level and doing what she did with the record. But there's a way to handle it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a way to approach the record that you know if if you're going to even uh, and that's the struggle with artists is that, you know, you want to be artistic and you want to try to put your own spin on it. But certain records like September and shit like that, you shouldn't. If you're going to emulate the record and you want to pay homage, keep it the way it's supposed to be. Don't try to go put in a fucking, uh, you know, a spin on a record that people that connect with that record would never appreciate. And, And probably... Any one of the people, I wonder how any of the members, living members of uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, I wonder how they feel about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I also personally think <clears throat> the reason why Whitney Houston did really song, did really well with that Dolly Parton song is because she understood the emotions behind it. She understood yeah. the feelings behind yeah. it. She understood like what went behind it. I don't think Taylor Swift understands like everything that went behind September. Yeah, it's just I like. I, I just don't think that's I, I think that's where the disconnect comes. Um, also, I don't know. I also I always feel a little I always a little feel a little weird when people try to I'm gonna make this word up, but countryfy. Yeah. Like <laughs> certain certain songs. Yeah, like certain records. it makes me feel like I'm like uh, and and it kind of like it's kind of like um, it's kind of like back 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 in the day where you had the you know certain artists that took black artist songs and then made it their own and then tried to make it seem like it was their own song when they actually just took it from someone else and that was back like like a little bit before and even during motown during that period of time i mean even some people were saying that about elvis but that was a beef, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back in the day, when, when, it, when that was real beef back in the day, you know what I'm saying? When yeah. you had like a, a group, let's say like the Five Heartbeats or somebody, <laughs> Temptations, and yeah. we went to a, a, a circuit and you heard our sound, we heard your sound, that was an issue, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So coming now, this time around, it's it's a little different. But this, this uh, and we talked about just a, a way of doing things, right? Yeah. You know who did a great job of, of remaking the record? Um, Faith, Puff, and, and uh, Missing You record with Sting. Mm. I thought they did a great job of still, you know, obviously getting across what they wanted yeah. to with Missing Big and the concept of the record. But the whole aesthetics of how the record is performed, I think that's how it should be done. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you're trying to pay homage and, and I read where that's that what that's what her uh, her goal was here was yeah. to try to pay homage and all that shit. But yeah. Intentions. To your point, yeah, don't don't try to country. You gotta shit. you gotta have good intentions behind it, the yeah. right intentions. But that's why it's just like you like that's why anytime anyone remakes or even touches a classic, I'm always like, ugh. Yeah, it's just bad like, I can't lie. I was kind of like, ugh, when it even came to freaking Jumanji. I was like, ooh, I don't know. It actually wasn't that bad. I, it I, wasn't that bad. So I saw I saw the movie. Um, I, I boycotted it because, again, I'm a kid growing up watching fucking the, the original Jumanji yeah. and, and Robin Williams and, and how that happened. I was yeah. just like, nah, y'all being disrespectful to hip-hop. I saw it, and I was like, oh, 
they did a good job. Well, also, they moved the narrative away from the original narrative. Yeah. So then, yeah. if they kept it in the same narrative, I'd be I like, yo, y'all are being straight disrespectful right yeah, now. Yeah, like, We don't even have Robin Williams, and you're just doing that. But I think them pushing away and just having it be like a whole new concept. Of course, like, they still had the board game. Yeah. So it's like, so then they're like, I still don't know how the fuck, like, the board game tar- opened up and there's a video game in there. Like, okay. Yeah, that was a whole that's, other thing. That's my little, like... Okay, so that's how you guys did it. But aside from that, like, I think it's because they moved away from it. Now, if, for example, maybe if Taylor Swift, like, you know how sometimes artists will utilize lyrics from other songs and implement mm-hmm. it into their songs, but then they'll, like, switch it up a bit? Yeah. If she did that, okay, maybe... It, uh, you know, it may be, it may be not as terrible, but when you're doing a whole song, let it's me like, stop. Uh, let me stop you there. She should never touch this record, <laughs> period. She, she, she just shouldn't. I'm not giving no passes. I don't care what any of you guys say. She should never touch this record. <laughs> no raisins in the potato salad. And she's about to have a, a you know even worse week, considering we're segueing to Cardi moving her right out the top spot and streaming with Apple, and mm. now her being the you know third uh, streamed record. So That's, shout out to Cardi. Still just. <sighs> Doing some amazing shit. You know what? That could be why she did this song. Try to get back on top? No. Just to see... To see the... I mean, they we call it the buying power, but even we can say the streaming power of the urban community. The urban community's mm-hmm. buying power, and, sh- and now we can go streaming power, uh, streaming power, is very big. It's like the buying power of black people is in the trillions. Okay. So <clears throat> we saw that power come into play and the influence of that with Cardi. Mm-hmm. You know, I can say <laughs> pretty much everyone was behind Cardi. Yeah. Like, let's keep it real. Almost everyone was behind Cardi. So maybe Taylor Swift saw that and was like, hmm, maybe if I can tap into that, so maybe she had they an epiphany. can. She's like, oh, wait a second. Let Look me at that. go and take the popular record and countrify it. Yeah, and maybe if they like it, they'll push me and I'll get a little bit of that streaming power. How about no, Scott? That was not <laughs> a good idea. No, it wasn't. So Oh, even though I mean she has high streams, but that's I'm just I'm just thinking of why she might have done that, but I think maybe it had to do it could have been because of Cardi, honestly. It could be. But in I mean a, in at a, this indirect point, way. Cardi is red hot. Yes. Um, I wouldn't be really playing with Cardi in in this climate right now. She she has the wave. She has everything that's (laughs) happening right now. She's Mm -hmm. she's smoking. It's not smart to go and and try to, you know, compete or or try to even go match against her because right now she is the fan favorite. She can do no wrong, especially now. Again, with we talked about, um off air we were talking about the baby the having a baby now elevates her as well you know what i mean like her her numbers everything will now you know pretty much be on the incline and it's also kind of hard for her to do any wrong because if you think about it even when there are certain things that she said that people got upset with her like she doesn't fake the funk. She is who she is. She's going to say something wrong but they know she's authentic about it they know that she's not like like I'll, I'll keep it real like sabrina claudio with her apology letter like i'm sorry that was a little yeah. bit of bs like you're apologizing because you got caught not because of what you said like let's keep it real listen and it had a grammatical errors that was horrible <laughs> she spelled overwhelmed wrong oh <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna put an apology you gotta make sure you spell stuff right for someone that uh is a huge sabrina uh claudio S- fan same here but we got to correct her. We got to check her. I was a little hurt. Got to check her. I was a little hurt, man. It was a letdown. Just when she's, when, when we talked about her, I think, um, I can't remember what, what oh, episode it was. Oh, it's when we said, we said who's going to pop off this yeah, year. We, we said we Cardi. Said we said was, her. We said Georgia Smith. Georgia Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was one of one of our picks that we, we thought would, you know, kind of go to the next level, which she started to do. And then, yeah. of course, uh, the internet will keep you honest. <laughs> And in the blink of an eye, they will. And of course, you know, they went and, and dug up and, and found some tweets and then found some more tweets that just weren't really becoming. But you know um, what's crazy, though? It's crazy because it's just like she's been doing that. It's not like it was like five, like 10 years ago or yeah. eight years. I mean, obviously not 10 years ago because it wasn't that long, but like a long time ago. 
And she was just like, you know, I was young. I was stupid. That's that. Like, you should have just came out the rip and said, I said some stupid shit before. And and that's my thing. You like, know, not wait till you get caught. And that's and that's my thing. Um, and I understood what she was saying, because it's like one of those things you never know how to handle it until it happens and when, when you're in the moment. So I, I totally get all of that. What are you talking about? Just don't say that stuff. Well, no, no, no. I, 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 I agree <laughs> like, with that. I agree with that. Just don't say it. What I'm saying is after you you've said things. Yeah. And then it, it comes to light. You forget. You know, what I mean, Twitter is one of those things where you're just you're on a, a forum and you're just going. You're going yeah. in the moment. You're th- there's a lot of times people go and talk about breakups, go and talk about artists, go and talk about uh, sexuality, go and talk about just anything, a, a sneaker, anything. I'm sure she forgot that that shit even existed. I'm sure her team wasn't aware that it uh, it, it existed, even though Mm-mm. I put some of the blame on them. Yeah, they I do definitely should have fucking done a little bit more research. But whatever. My thing is, you gotta own it. You gotta own it and say, I fucked up. I made a mistake, and that's it. Yeah. You can't go on this whole, you know, hiatus, and you you're not there yet to even be making them type of moves, and it it just wasn't smart. And to be honest, also don't like don't don't write like a novel apologizing. Yeah, keep it very straightforward. I fucked up. This was wrong for me to do. I'm so sorry. I, I'm I'm gonna do better. Well, this is the thing I think about too. Um, when you wait. It, I feel like it makes it worse, number one. Number mm-hmm. two, I don't know that there's really any right way to go about doing it outside of saying, you know, I apologize, but most people ain't, ain't going to take that apology. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, you got to show an action. I, I like, I did like that in her uh, her letter. She said, you know, let me show you that I'm not that person. Yeah. Do I really think that uh, she made an account just to bash black women or just women in general. No. Do I think that <laughs> because she, you see her shaking her head? She's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know her. I, I, I'm just, you know, I mean, reading this shit like everybody else. I mean, she didn't, she didn't deny it. You, she did. You guys? No, she, she did deny it. And in, in the she letter, said, she, she says, denied? yeah, she says, you know, I, I, I would like for you guys to believe that I did not, you know, intentionally make um, an account just to do that. My my music is, if nothing else, to empower women and to empower unity like that. So wait I'm, a second, wait a second. Let's just go back to that. She didn't intentionally make her social media account to do that. Yeah. So if it wasn't for that, then what was your intentions to be saying that stuff to begin with? Well, that's my thing. In, like that just in, it, that in, just intent, sound intent and, and what it is are are two different things. That's where it gets it gets a little sticky. Um, I just I just it's it's disappointing. It really is for me at least. I yeah, I was disappointed. I also think they, I don't know. I feel like with those things, like you said, don't wait forever. Just get your apology. That Man once up. once they find out, get your apology. Say it because then people are gonna feel some type of way. Like if you get caught and it takes time. And they're like, oh, well, you're just saying because you got caught. Um, and, and and my thing with that, too, is like with her, that's even worse because like you like your music appeals to the black demographic. Yeah. Your appeal, your music appeals to the minority demographic. And you're but you're saying these things. It's like it's like you, it's weird because it's like you're bashing the fans that are, help get you to where you are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I just and. My thing is, I hope she learns from this and gets better. I, I really do. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of what happened. But mm-hmm. also, this needs to be another reason why labels need to develop a team with the sole purpose of combing their artist's social media artist before they, not even that, they need to go and go through the internet. Everything is archived. Go through every fucking thing Find out what this person Maybe. did and make sure you t- take down as many things as possible. Definitely. That should be their job because so many artists are fucking up because of social media. You need to have someone that's, for this is thing, if, if freaking Facebook can have a team that's looking for shit that's like terrorists and stuff like that, labels can damn well pay for someone to do the same thing and I comb agree. through you can comb through someone's Twitter. You can comb through certain things. That should be their job. Well, that's why I said part of this blame, um, I think it's a 50-50. It's got to go to her team. Mm-hmm. You, you got to put blame on that. Like, yeah. Especially if she is 
managing her own Twitter, clearly uh, she is in her social media, there should be someone that should be watching her. There's plenty yeah. of times where I've, I've reached out to, to my friends that, you know, and they said, fam, you need to take that down. That looks crazy. Like, yeah. you know, you, you need someone in your corner to do that. Yeah. You need someone to be able to check you when you're tripping. Yeah. And I don't think that anyone knew that she was doing it or was aware. And even if they did, then shame on yeah. them because that's you, you got to look at your crew. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's just certain things that should never happen when you're an artist. And, and even if it does happen. You better address it, yeah. you know, from the rip. You shouldn't let time go by, and and then you shouldn't give uh, uh, an explanation as to why the time went by just to address the main issue. Yeah, just get straight to your apology. Just get, yeah, just get don't get, get to the shit. Don't set a novel. You apologize. You want to make it up. You want to show the world and your fans that you're not that person, and then that's it. It it, it shouldn't drag on and, and and be where it's at now. It just doesn't make sense. Facts. <sighs> but on a better note. Cardi B shattered Taylor Swift's <laughs> streaming record. Got her out. Oh, put the claps in. I want, yeah, I wonder what else. I can't wait for to see uh, this week's coming numbers. I can't yeah. wait. I'm, I'm really excited. Wasn't first week like 105,000? No, it was like 250 was something. Yeah, she did some wait, numbers. Wait, what was the, I, I definitely sent it in her group chat. Yeah, yeah, guys, we're going straight on our phone. We be sending each other. Stuff like this. All types of shit. So, yeah, uh, Cardi Invasion of Privacy did 254,105 copies sold. So, yeah, so sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serious numbers. That's Um, still solid ass numbers. Solid ass fucking numbers. Um, So, I'm curious, especially now with uh, the announcement of the baby, I I, I wonder how much higher that shit's going to go. It it should be pretty good for her. Damn. Uh, So, I guess now we'll segue into just. People doing things a certain way. Uh, recent interview yeah. with uh, Nicki Minaj on Beats One and two singles and two singles. First, let's talk about the singles. Okay, how okay. are we feeling? Uh, so one is uh, Chung Lee, Chung Lee, and, and the then other Barbie Tings. Barbie Tings, Tings. I feel like Drake and all of them. They have the Tings that you know Tings thing. What I don't know what that is, but whatever. Um, what 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 do we think? What do we think? I have a I have a theory. I have a, I have a throw your theory out. Let's go. Theory. Let's go. Um, we should have like a theory time. We gotta have. Yeah, some, we gotta have some have drop the- with that. Yeah, we have a theory segment. We need to start doing that because we do uh, do a lot of theories. Yeah, people like our theories too. Yeah, our theories are really good. They're pretty solid. Um, <laughs> Pat on the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's my theory. Yeah. Uh, I think Nikki clearly knew and like the world knew that. Yeah. Um, Cardi was going to be putting out an album. Um, I think she held her records in the tuck. I think once she heard Cardi's album, I think it gave her a little bit of, of confidence. Mm. I think she felt and listened to that album like, uh, okay, I can compete. I don't have to really have that much of a worry. Mm-hmm. I think after that, she put these records out thinking, okay, I'm going to slide right on in here, which she did. I just don't think that she factored in that right now Cardi is the person that people came to see. Mind you, these Nicki records are not bad records. She's rapping. Mm, yeah. She she's rapping on these records. But I think like with every uh with everything, timing is everything. Yeah. Timing is everything. So to put the record out and then uh, while, you know, you're still, we're all still riding this Cardi wave, I don't know that 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 this helps her. I think, uh, and I know she's trying to talk about the narrative of her being painted as the bad guy and all of this. I don't think that that helps to, to you know, spin that narrative into a positive light. Um, I don't think she factored that in. And I don't think that she factored in putting out these records that are good records. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they'll do what they're supposed to do because we're in the Cardi climate. All right. Here are my thoughts. Kind of adding on to yours. Um, It's also, I have a part question that goes with it too. So what is the difference then between her dropping it around? I mean, obviously we know they have past history, but in terms of being competitive, why is it that when if she drops it, then it, it fits the oh she is a uh, being the the bad person, versus Drake dropping it on purpose around the time that Cardi also dropped too, and how come? But my thing is like 
if it's competitive, why is it that Nikki is deemed the 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 evil the person, bad the bad guy? When this is what in hip hop you should be doing, you should be trying to compete. That's a great question. But when you're competing, you want to compete and be strategic and smart about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's like going to war, uh, and and not planning a strategic approach to yeah. approaching a castle. You're not going to go head on when you know that there could you don't know what's you know uh, yeah. behind that door. You want to be smart and strategic about doing something. So going uh you know and spearheading this uh what I'll call an assault on yeah. uh Cardi's momentum is not smart just because you don't know the outcome. You haven't factored in uh the variables that could ultimately impact you. Yeah. I don't. I just don't think that this was a well thought out plan in that regard. I, do I think that she, you know, uh, has some sort okay. of, you know, feelings about, you know, just the whole how everything went? Yes, of course, and she expressed that in 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 her Beats One in, uh, interview. But in the same token, I just think it, mm-hmm. you, you, she should have waited. Nikki is a big enough artist and has a big enough following to just chill. Well, you she's worked hard enough to just kick her feet up. She would have built more momentum by just being quiet. Cuz everyone was asking, if you if you notice when when Nikki uh I mean when Cardi dropped the uh the album, yeah. everyone kept saying, "Damn, wonder what what, what uh yeah. Nikki's going to do. What is she doing? What is she working on?" Then she she tweeted something for or something and then it got taken down and everyone went went crazy. You're you're building more momentum just by being uh, an enigma at that point, you're being mysterious. The yeah. mystique will always win because people want to hear from you. So if she would have just baked just a little bit longer, I think that these records would have hit the masses harder uh, than what than what it's hitting now. And not to say that it can't change, but it just should have been a little bit more strategic. Uh, I'm going to keep it fairly well not fairly i'm gonna, just, to I'm gonna keep, keep it, it real i'm gonna keep it real the labels are trying to keep this narrative going i think the labels are trying to keep the narrative of cardi b versus Nicki minaj going speak on it um because she artists even if you're a big artist you know labels still have a say for when things drop 100%. and when things don't drop mm-hmm. and i think that like so this is what I think. I think that these were two songs that she probably wrote either before or around the time this the initial Cardi B narrative was happening. And I think they kept those two in the tuck. And then once they found out that Cardi B was having a project drop, they were like thinking, oh, let's drop this. It's kind of a win-win situation for us. If her album tanks, this makes you look better. If her album does really well, it still gives you a lot of attention because we help to establish this narrative of Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj. Pawns. That is a great point. That is a great, so, great, 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 great I think, point. I think the labels are continuing this narrative because if you think about it, it's still a win-win situation in the end because you have the Nicki... What, what's, do you, does anyone know what Nicki Minaj fans are called? Barbs. The Barbies? Barbs, yeah. Barbs? Okay. They're probably going to come after me if I don't get this right. But the Nicki Minaj fans, um, they're very, very loyal. Mm -hmm. Cardi B is starting to create fans like that. So it's like, damn, we create this narrative. They're going to keep going at each other. They're going to keep talking about it. They're going to keep pushing it. They're going to have us being interviewed like media. No matter what, media is going to always interview Cardi and Nicki Minaj about each other. That's That's just the messed up shit. Because it's it's clickworthy, and that's why labels are continuing this narrative because it's bringing more attention and it's going to help with the streaming, which gives more money in her pockets and their pockets. But even with all of that, Nikki is bought uh, bought into this too. Her, I'm her, not saying her, she didn't. No, no, no. I'm, but saying, I'm just saying they're her, continuing. Her doing this Beats One interview and and rehashing the motorsport shit and, and talking about the tweets and and the dramatical effect of the tears and, and, the, and the sniffling and all that shit, it's adding to, to that narrative of this unspoken beef. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That while Cardi is saying, you know, uh, media outlets and fans have created, yeah. but they're, they're both doing it. You know what I'm saying? This, and not for nothing, I'm sure she's using it as a marketing tool as well to just promote. 
it still keeps me relevant in that wave. Yeah. It still give, gives me clickbait yeah. of what's happening on her side, and I'm drawing that to my side. Same shit. Honestly, Nicki Minaj needs to just be like, listen, on a personal tip, we cool. I don't have any issues with Cardi B on a personal tip. But mm-hmm. when it comes to music, I'm trying to destroy her. Just keep it a buck. Like, yeah. it's competition. Hip-hop is supposed to be competition. I remember the one time I interviewed Rhapsody, and Rhapsody should have said, you know, yeah, they, they pit women against each other. She's trying to be competitive. She's not trying to compete with women, too. She's trying to compete with men. Yeah. She's like, I'm trying to compete with the best men rappers, too, not just women. So... Nicki Minaj, girl, go ahead. If you want to say you're the best, then just say you're trying to compete musically. You know, I think people, are, I think what the problem is sometimes with people too is for people that don't understand and 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 not saying they don't understand hip hop in the sense of history, but they don't understand hip hop in the sense of the competitiveness. Like, like if if you're an athlete, if you're an athlete that's playing at a very high level, collegiate, professional, you get it. Mm-hmm. It's a certain mentality. You're friends off the court, but you're not friends on the court. Yeah. That's the same that should be applied to hip-hop. That shouldn't be misconstrued with saying that they have beef in the sense of, I don't fuck with you, you don't fuck with me. Now, I'm not saying that they do or they don't. I don't know. We really don't know behind the scenes what's going on. But yeah. what I'm saying is, like, just because it's two women that are artists, you can compete. And, and want to outdo the other, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be beef. Hip hop is supposed to be competitive. The same way that, you know, fucking, um, I don't know, like if you if you played if you played with your homeboy on on the court, or if you play with your homegirl on the court, you're just gonna let her win? Absolutely not. I'm dunking. I'm gonna be on like, yo, I'm dunking on you. <laughs> I'm, dunking I'm breaking on your ankles. I'm about to shoot a three on you. Like I was bad when I played soccer, I used to tell my friends all the time. Yo, off the field, we're friends. But on the field, I'm going to embarrass you. Yeah, definitely. Like, definitely. I, I, I don't care. I don't even care if we're winning four to five. I'm going to score that extra goal because yeah. I'm trying to not just win. I'm trying to I'm trying to win. Yeah. There's a difference between win and win. So I just think that sometimes they misconstrue that. But I, I don't know. I just don't like that narrative when it comes to female artists. Like, yo, they can be competitive in hip-hop just like these dudes and their music and then just like, be cool off the side or whatever it is. Well, again, the other the other issue with the beef with them, quote unquote beef, is yeah. how it started. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the other thing. They both could have controlled the narrative. Uh, not so much Cardi because she's a, she's a novice and we obviously have seen her, her uh, interview. And even an Instagram videos. Yeah, we've seen certain yeah. things. Um, Nikki should have done a, a better job of setting the tempo as she is the vet here. She is the person that should be leading. Yeah. She's the person that should be guiding the ship. So. You know what? I don't understand why some of these really big artists don't take notes from Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah. You, once you get to a certain part of your career, you can control any narrative you want for Definitely. yourself. Definitely. You can control anything. Like, you have the power. And that's why I, like, just Beyonce and Jay-Z, like, they're not just smart business-wise and, and good music. Even, like, like the psychology of the shit that they do mm-hmm. is so impressive. Like, you know what? We're not going to let TMZ talk about our issues. We're not going to allow other people to profit off of our problems. We're going to profit off of our own problems. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about it in our music. Mm-hmm. So then they're going to know, but I'd rather us make money from it than having someone profit and slander us and make our family look bad. Yeah. Fucking Nikki, you can do the same thing. And she still and the thing is she still has a chance to change the narrative. She can. It's not over. But I think know? I think uh the reason why it may not change is because you're now dealing with uh ego and pride at this point. Ego and pride will make you do some crazy things. Yeah, it'll make you do some crazy shit. And right now, her ego is looking at her like, fam, you are out here getting (laughs) murked. You are getting destroyed Mm. in these streets. You got to do something. That's what her ego is telling her. So for her, I'm putting out records. I'm doing interviews. I'm, I'm, I'm... talking about all the stuff that y'all think y'all got right and don't got right and now I'm, I'm gonna you know represent myself with music it's just it may be a little too little too late yeah what if you know it'd be really fucking smart probably would be so fucking dope and smart if if 
out of all of this, Nikki and Cardi did a joint Cardi versus Barbie yeah. project or mixtape. You know how many people would actually listen to that? What would really be smart though is if this whole entire time they were they were friends. That'd be that'd be the best marketing plan ever in a million years. That this whole this whole thing, us even doing this podcast, every media mm-hmm. entity had it all wrong, and them they they out there uh, just chilling. And who's to say that that's not what they're doing? Man. Yeah, they probably are doing that. We I don't, don't know. know. I would like to know one day. I would like yeah, I would like to know too. But I mean, speaking of beef, uh, seems like Kanye's got beef. <laughs> Kanye got some beef with Nike. How sway? How? word <laughs> he got the answers uh you know he's so he, apparently uh nike's coming out with some sneakers that look a lot like uh his um his uh his boots the the rave uh wave runners mm-hmm. and he he, he uh tweeted first time in like two years or some shit uh yeezy 700 or something like that that uh he's showing the picture of the new uh nike uh kicks that are releasing I just love shit like this. It's, they it's, deleted it. It's yeah, and then he uh, deleted it, but it's still petty and it's great. It's great. I can't lie. I, I even though there are some times where certain things he said, I was like, huh. I love Kanye West's candidness. Yeah. Like the the my all time favorite candid moment from Kanye West was George Bush does not like black people. Yeah. That was the best, most necessary, appropriate candidness during that time. Mike Myers' face in that is priceless. Who See, else's face was it? There's someone M- else. No, someone else after they panned to. Oh, I call uh, Chris Rock. Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Chris Rock. Oh my God, Chris Rock. No, was Chris like, Tucker. Chris, Chris Tucker. Yeah. Sorry, Chris Tucker. And he's, he's just like he's like. Uh, he's uh, like, did uh, he just? Yeah. Say okay. This? Uh, we're, we're we're going. Like, no one this knew what to do. Black man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you can't. You, that's why you gotta love Kanye. Kanye yeah. is still very successful, obviously, and, yeah. and, and and celebrated, but very still passionate about his brand and and just what he his vision is for his products, his music, everything. Yeah. So him looking at these Nike kicks and looking at it like, all right, hold on, fam, y'all ain't y'all ain't about to yeah. come out with the exact same sneaker. And looking at it from the side by side, and uh, you know, just overall three sixty view of the mm-hmm. kicks. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah. Though. Like, it, that's not there a... There are. There's a lot of similarities. But, but it I mean, kinda, yeah. that's what happens. It, it kind of goes back, too, to, like, everything he's been saying before. I mean, like, let's keep it real. Kanye is the misunderstood genius. Yeah. He is very much misunderstood. And he's kind of like how they try to... You know, when Dave Chappelle was in the game, they try to paint him as crazy. They did the same thing to Kanye. Yeah. People try to paint him as crazy. He may articulate in the best way, but what he says and what he's been saying about fashion and sneakers and the situation with Nike, he's like right. he's right. He's right. He's right. It's it's and it's showing. The delivery may be a little skewed, but at the end of the uh Excuse me. At the, at the end, end of the day, yeah. he knows fashion. He knows music, and he he can he's a huge trendsetter. He knows what's happening. So yeah. when shit like this happens, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised by any means. He knows that. All right, you guys are trying to take a wave, and you're trying. It could be a shot yeah. in a sense. Let me go ahead and address this. Because so even if 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 that's not your intentions, at least it could never be your intentions. Yeah. Meaning, if I put this out here now. Yeah. And you guys are even thinking about doing this. Now the entire world is looking and they'll be looking too. So just in case you try to pull a fast one, they'll call it out before I even have to. Yeah. Kanye, how, how gotta, we got to, we got to, what's his streak for the last laugh? He definitely had the last laugh. Shout out to Kim Kardashian for that one. But yeah, the last laugh with Taylor Swift. Yeah. He may have the last laugh with this one too. Had, had the last laugh with Fifty when they mm. when they were going head to head. Yeah, he's had a lot of. Uh, he, a, a yeah, he's had. But you know what was what's what's very good and unique with him is that he's he's not afraid of going up against Goliath at all. He's always, if you think about it, in so many scenarios, he's always been David. Yeah, he's always been David versus going up against Goliath. Like yeah. you have Nike. The fashion industry world, 50 Cent. There are so many narratives where he was always the one that people thought would fail, but yeah. he always came out victorious. Even with the, even with the Taylor Swift situation. Well, yeah. Every, even she was the Goliath. Everyone believed her. Everyone was like, yo, Kanye is acting fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. This is that and the third. But then when Kim posted that stuff, it was like, oh. Yeah. So let's this narrative all of a sudden changes in favor of Kanye. 
I think it's great, but even that, I think it was used as a marketing tool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Kim has been sitting on those on those uh, on those messages and all that stuff for quite some time. She she let all of that build up. She it's let it all timing. build up. Yeah, just to slap the ace right on the on the desk, <laughs> like fam. Hey, that's that's it. This game. This Honestly, game right I think here. it was Chris Jenner. I think Chris Jenner told her. Yeah, could be too. <laughs> could be too. I uh, that be woman. That woman. I, even though she kind of sold her children out, she's they're very smart. She's very smart and was strategic about everything. That sounds so crazy. I mean, listen, she uh, could you imagine the conversation she had with Kim? She sat Kim down and was like, listen, I'm really fucking pissed off that you have your sex tape out there. But you know what? We're going to make some money off of this, boo-boo. Yeah. We're going to make some money off of this. Yeah. We're going to take this sex tape. <laughs> you get smashed by Ray J. We're going to... Put it out, make profit off of it, and we go turn this narrative and around. We're make billions, <laughs> <laughs> billions of dollars. Yeah, man, I ain't gonna lie. That they're smart. They're they smart. Are. I mean, and even <laughs> Ray J is smart too. Yeah, Ray J is smart. He's too. low. He, for people, he slept on. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's smart. On. I mean, he does crazy stuff, but he's smart. He's smart. He knows we're doing. Um, are we are we gonna talk about our, uh, Orlando Brown not being smart? <laughs> Wait a second. About? Wait a second. Before we talk it, let's just let's just play the clip right now. Let's just play the clip. <laughs> Yo. The clip in itself is wild. <laughs> like Orlando Brown, what what is his deal? Like what's a like do you, do we think he has like mental issues or something? Like what's 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 wrong with him? So I have a thought. It's kind of a question and a thought together. Um, so you know about those incidents where they talked about like how there were um, child pedophiles within like Nickelodeon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do we think that there could have been something going on something there? Something happened with him. Yeah, because if you look at it, like a lot, like there've been a lot of Disney stars that once they left Disney, like they just were wild. They were off. And I'm wondering if it's like, obviously it's a combo of like mental health for some, like Demi said, it was some, it was mental health problems too. Like she had, I think she has bipolar or something like that. And she was doing like cocaine and stuff. But they also were talking about like, uh, I forget that one guy, but there was this one guy who was like the head of, he did a lot of Nickelodeon shows and they were saying like he was, he was allegedly like a child pedophile and did some shit. And I'm wondering if like, did something happen to Orlando during his Disney spell or? It's not too far fetched. I mean, it's I always not. wonder that. I always wonder, like, anytime a Disney star or even a Nickelodeon star goes crazy, I'm always like, okay, there has to be something. Like, there has to be something. It makes you wonder what's what, what's going on in Hollywood. Like, um, yeah. you know, who said that? Uh, I think Dave Chappelle said that as well. There's something going on in Hollywood where a lot of these child stars turn crazy. Macaulay Culkin. Uh, you know, like yeah. just people like that that were on the top of the world of the kid franchises, and then they go and just go batshit crazy. Something, something is off with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Between his videos, between uh, this the, the bounty hunter video and all this, all this crazy. Like, there's just a lot happening with these people. I saw. I'm gonna be laughing, but I remember that one video where he, it was like he stepped on like this. He, he, I forget what he was doing. I don't know. He was dancing, or whatever. He stepped on like this brick footing oh. and it just broke <laughs> just fell i'm sorry that was kind of funny that he's funny. been doing a lot of wild shit though yeah man uh, I, I don't know man and what was the uh i know you know because i i, I uh, he missed a court date for i think allegedly assaulting his girlfriend or fiance i don't know which one it was um it's crazy because even like uh and then he was staying at um staying at this person's place because it was a friend's a friend uh, is a a friend of a music producer that's friends with Orlando. They asked if he could stay there. And apparently they were like, oh, we knew something was wrong when his fiance came up to the house and said he was a, uh, what is it? Um, my gosh, I can't think right now. He's a, he's a fugitive. <laughs> they were like, we knew something was wrong when, they, when she came and said he was a fugitive. I know when that cop curses at him or the bounty hunter curses at him, he sits back like, like he's like, I'm appalled. <laughs> I'm appalled. Up in the jaws. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I, I just want these people to get some damn help. Like, this, this video is crazy. I mean, it's great just for, and it shouldn't even be comedic purposes for <laughs> us, but it, 
it, at some point you got to dig deeper and just start to look at people like this and wonder what is happening in their lives that it's, that's making them just go bonkers and, and just, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Uh, you know, I hope whatever happens, I mean, uh, apparently allegedly he, sh- he struck his girlfriend. Um, so who knows what's happening with this whole thing, but craziness. I tell you craziness Shit is out of control. I don't know. That's it. That's a that's a grim topic when you think about it. But the video was funny, so go check it out. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just play that Orlando Bloom, uh, Orlando. Oh my gosh, Orlando Bloom, Orlando Brown. Let's just um, sorry, I said Orlando Bloom because I remember on TV today that apparently like Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry are engaged or something like that. I saw today. Oh, or something like that. Oh, Allegedly, no. I don't really care. Well, no, that's the reason why I said Orlando Bloom because I, oh, I watched oh, okay. that earlier. I don't, I don't, I don't care about any of that stuff either. It just it came up on the news today after the Syria attack. I don't know why I transitioned to that, but that's what happened. That's what it went to. Yeah. Well, that's attack our show. on culture. <laughs> <laughs> that's our show today. Uh, yeah, that's it. Right? Yeah. Follow yeah. us on Twitter, Instagram, Grassroots Pod for both Grassroots Podcast for YouTube. Subscribe. We're going to be starting to do more exclusive content like vlogs and little, you know, little fun stuff here and there. Yeah. Uh, follow our SoundCloud, Audio Mac accounts, iTunes, all grassroots podcasts. You can find them. Join our group chat. We uh, talk about what? Well, no, I was going to say um, also let's make them aware we're not dropping uh, a Thursday episode this week. We are oh, dropping Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. We're dropping an episode for 420. 420 episode coming this Friday. It's a guest episode, y'all. It's a guest you guys, episode. Listen, this shit's going to be dope. Yeah, it's a really dope episode. So um, we, the whole team, uh, shout out to everybody. We all trooped it and and created some really, really good content. I'm so excited. I'm excited, too. I know everyone in the whole team, we all got in the house late and still was up working so <laughs> we're all excited about it so we uh again dropping friday uh 4 not this thursday um yep. let us know your thoughts on everything and if you join our group chat you'll be the first ones to know who is the guest on wednesday morning this is true uh group me chat that will be in the uh, description mm-hmm. of this episode on youtube so be sure to check it out because they always get all the exclusive content. They know everything before the masses know because yep. we're in tune with them. So be sure to join that. Um, that's it. Yeah. It's too much shit happened. <laughs> I'm exhausted just like looking at all the news. Like we couldn't even talk about like four other stories. Yeah. Because it just would take too much time. It's too much. So It's too much. Y'all got to stop acting crazy out here. <laughs> 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 On that note. <laughs> I'm Brandon Killer BHO. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. And we out. Grass, 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 grass.